Hello everyone, welcome along to PTI Australia. I'm Russell Barwick, Sam Kegovich. Origin, in your hometown, you excited? You can feel the excitement, Russell. Yeah, it's according, palpable. according to your sports minister, the match is against New Zealand and at the MCG. I'm looking forward to Thursday night. <laughs> there you go. Hey. Ah, that was so much more funny than any Craig Thompson gags we could have come up with. Um, Tonight on the show, something new. Something wrong? Kekka is holding court. You know, this is a new segment. I, uh, uh, you're going to pass verdicts on a new segment called Guilty or Not Guilty. Uh, Judge Judy style. We'll also play to hold the gavel in my hand. State of origin, the Cats and the Blues are in trouble. And why is Stoner pulling the pin? And it's all brought to you by our great mates at sportingbet.com.au. But first up, State of Origin is here again and it's in Melbourne. Now this week, as we suggested, the Victorian sports minister, dude by the name of Hugh Delahunter, Hunty? Huntley? Hunty. Who cares? I got his name wrong. He got everyone else's wrong. Uh, <laughs> he had no clue. He said it was against New Zealand uh, and not Queensland. He called Paul Gallen, Paul Callan. And apparently 30 people turned up to an autograph session. Mm. That's not a good sign. It's almost indefensible. But what you've got to understand, the actual game itself will be certainly... Uh, well, well, it's apparently like, a sellout. It's a sellout. Melbourne fans... That's because a lot of New South Wales yeah. and Queensland fans are heading yeah. down for it. But, uh, look, on Hugh Delahunty's uh, side, look, I don't want to defend him, but he probably was a little bit poorly researched. Or whoever wrote the notes for him, that uh, <laughs> third-grade uh, public servant, he'll get the flick. Uh, but that's OK. We don't mind that. We've got top end. We've got plenty of public servants left. Does Melbourne care? I mean, is it big news? No, there is a care factor. No, it's, it's, it, it is an, it is an, it is a Get it a out, blight. champ. It's not that hard. It's a blight yes on Melbourne. No. no, they love it, Melbourne. That's why they're bidding for it. But that event what didn't really help its cause. But... You know, it was a poorly organised event anyway. I'm not so sure the information went out there, you know, well, in full view. OK, fair enough. I'll leave, I'll leave you yeah, there. Give me, yeah, defend, cut me a bit of slack. Defend Melbourne. Uh, let's just forget about the uh, peripheral bits surrounding the origin and talk about who's going to win. New South Wales, which they say has got its best chance, or will it be the cockroaches? Co the cockroaches are in New South, South Wales. Wales. <laughs> Good try. Well, the we'll keep going along the Queensland, oh. Queensland will win this uh, because... Their form players are in better form. No luckier. I don't care. You've got Thurston, you've got Cronk, you've got Inglis. There's some talk that Inglis is going to play for, but he's a star, Greg yeah, Inglis. Inglis. I'm yeah. going to... I'm over Billy Slater. Oh, I don't know, but they're so good. Whatever it is, my mail is that just back Queensland, they'll be winning. What about Even this... the Melbourne fans have jumped. They just hate New South Wales. So uh, when they... Look, I'd love it to be one all going into game three, but I have a feeling it might be what a bit of... What about this dreaded lurgy that's gone through the camp? What do you... Ah, please. A conspiracy? Paul, Paul Gallen can come off uh, death's bed Billy and play. Slater. Billy Slater can't, can't even breathe. Ah, he's got a sniffle. Who cares he's got a sniffle? Got a what? A sniffle. Sniffle is worse than that. The worst thing is that, that, that being away from Melbourne, it hasn't brought the atmosphere to the other codes' home bases like Sydney and Brisbane. That's probably been the, the worst thing about it being It'll in be Melbourne. The biggest viewing audience in the world <laughs> on defending, Thursday night. Defending AFL Premiers Geelong. <laughs> uh, four from eight this year. They sit outside the top eight after that loss to Collingwood. Should they be worried, Sam? They'd be a tad concerned. They wouldn't be overly concerned. Uh, oh, I think well, the be... four and four ratio would be of concern, but I think their actual playing field. I think they can resolve that Where issue. Where is their problem at the moment? Their problem has been the fact they've been unsettled. They lost Ottens over the season in the ruck. Yeah. They've been, the stoppages and the clearances are really hurting them. But they've lost Scarlett in defence, who's been the general across yeah. there, marshals them all together. Ottens in the midfield along with Ling, another hard body who could always control that. And uh, they've Wojcicki, lost their... Varko. Varko. Speed machines. Yeah, speed machines. They've lost a bit of pace on the periphery. 
And, uh, but every team loses players across the year. I know they do, but it's hurt them a lot more. And, 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 and it's quite conceivable, I hate saying it, but they might be running into that perennial problem that most premiers have. They're a little bit complacent, late starters. I can see them rebuilding very quickly. Well, they've been back dominant for a, you know six plus well, years. Well, they have, and they, look, they'll bounce back. And their losses have only been marginal. It's just that we've been accustomed to seeing Geelong fight back and winning. But on this occasion, they just haven't been getting over the line. No, and neither have Carlton. They were tipped this year to be a real flag chance <clears> after their 70-point hiding at the hands of the Crows on the weekend. Are they overrated? Were they overrated? Well, I don't know about being overrated, but they're certainly on the tips of everyone's uh, tongue that they were widely touted as a premiership favourite. Yeah. Carlton's problem is probably Eddie had stayed in. But now they're the sixth favourites. They've gone from $4 to $10. And let me tell you, the reality is they, they lack a power forward. I they know Wade was out. Wait they play to... Melbourne this week. That'll be a free kick. Well, they'll, get, <clears throat> they'll rebound strongly and they'll get a confidence boost. But the reality is, when the big games start, they lack a key defender, a power forward to assist weight. Their midfield, and this is what happened three weeks ago against St Kilda and Essendon, they've crushed their forward line, their midfield, their quick midfield. They've uh, laid on Judd, they've laid on uh, Murphy and Co. Simpson. And Simpson. And all of a sudden... Well, Simpson the was running good. power that they had has been diminished. Well, Adelaide, give them credit. Simpson was good in the first quarter. He got shut out there. Yeah. Obviously, the injury to Murphy didn't help. Gibbs is totally out of form. Carazzo's not well, playing. Gibbs is, the, Gibbs is the interesting one. I don't think his role been as clearly identified. Gibbs is playing like a half-back flanker or running off the half-back line, but it's not playing. He's not, not, working. Used, it's no. not working at the moment. Uh, to Motorsport, and Casey Stoner has announced he's retiring from MotoGP at the end of this year. He's only 26, the reigning world champ, and that has to be one of the biggest shocks in world sport recently? I would have thought so, given his standing in the, uh, in the Why? sport. Why? What do you reckon? Well, perhaps he's 26, perhaps he just had a young family, perhaps he's aware of his mortality. Do you think Perhaps the there's nothing incident, more that he can achieve. Well, the Marco Simoncelli thing with uh, Rossi last year when Simoncelli lost his life, do you think that may have had an sits with some people? I think he'd be aware of that now that he's got responsibilities to others. I think that could have been... What about the V8 thing? He says he's not happy with things in the sport, but he's 26, mate. That's... I'm just... I struggle with MotoGP because there's only two or three blokes can win a race. There's only 10 or 12 in the the event each week. Um, It just doesn't seem to be grabbing people anymore. We all try to look at it from from a different perspective or from a lateral perspective, thinking that there might be an underlying agenda. But you really... Everyone you speak to said, no, everything's above board. He just had enough. He feels he can't achieve anymore, yep. so that's and his all, prerogative. They're trying to bring the uh, bikes back to production class so that mm. it correlates to what you can buy in the shops as well, but anyway. But apparently, this is in our contract, we are compelled to talk about rugby. <laughs> and this week, the Brumbies take on the Reds. <laughs> the Brumbies lead the Aussie Conference by eight with the Reds in second. But are we really <sighs> getting excited about this? Abs- look, Reds and Brumbies, I'm tipping the Reds. Well, yes. I'm only tipping them based on their recent form. But what I'm saying is, are we really fair income about the rugby when we've got a test series coming up against Wales and Scotland and they're putting the Scottish game on a Wednesday and they're not picking any teams from two or three of the conferences... Sorry, two or three of the Super 15 teams because they've got to play on the weekend. So it's going to be mainly Western Force and Melbourne Rebels, I think. But more importantly, what about the structure of their conferencing and, you know, the positioning of the... You know, we're fourth and eighth or something. No, no, yeah. The eighth. Brumbies at the top of the Australian yeah. Conference, but the reality is, that, to steal a line from you, they're about fourth or fifth in the real McCoy. Yeah, they How are. Does that, that's not fair. Not in the base camp, in reality. 
because they get blasted off the water by some of the... So they uh, get a free home final, even yeah. though they've got a worse record or a, a poorer record than a team above them. It just doesn't make sense, and I think they've got to... Oils ain't oils there. You've got to do a bit more there, John O'Neill, to stimulate the uh, rugby world. To the round ball game, the European club football season is over. Chelsea winning the Champions League over Bayern Munich. Didier Drogba, what about that dramatic finish? They were gone three times, and they got up over uh, Bayern Munich... Uh, the EPL finished with the Manchester City teams and uh, Man United. Real Madrid beating Barcelona in La Liga. Best finish ever. In a long, long, long time. Uh, certainly the, uh, the English league was fantastic because Manchester City were dead and buried by QPR. And to think that they Gone. scored... They, they got a, Gone. In the last second, they scored the equaliser. Seven minutes they took and they and turned it around. Unbelievable. That was... And, and then everyone, in Chelsea, that, that game, they were down. Uh, Drogba scores with Drogba two minutes. Drogba against... against uh, and then, then the penalty shootout. And again, it comes down to Drogba. You could not have scripted... Even the Yanks would have had a trouble stage managing and scripting a better scenario than this. This is what classics are made of, Russell. But that's the thing. We've had so many dramas. Mm. Throw in the A-League and... It, I was about to say it almost uh, puts the cherry on top, but no. oh, the A League will bounce back very strongly. But let's stick to the. Can't get any further down the tubes. <laughs> the A League. But it was outstanding. The, the soccer world, or the footballing world, as they call it, would be delighted with the uh, climax. Okay, that's the headlines. Next up, it's toss-up time. The only place where you can see the Wiggles take on the Melbourne Demons. Parramatta up against GWS, and Steve Hooker taking on Matthew Mitchum. Hmm. Right here. That's exciting. And a little bit of rugby to throw in just to mix it up. My favourite topics this one. Toss up. We get two oh. foes against each other. There can only be one, one winner. winner. Normally it's me. Oh. Uh, first up, the French Open starts in a few days. Who will go further in the tournament? Toss up. Bernard right. Tomic or Sam Stoser? Yeah, well, I'll start because I'll win this. Uh, Stoser will win more. And why? You don't know. Yeah, she's number six in the world behind a resurgent. She's number five. Six. She got she's dropped five. this week. I'm telling you. Tomic is the first six. time he's been seated. He's 32, yeah. which means he won't reach a seated play until the third round if they go through. But mm. the fact there's more depth in the men's uh, side yes. as opposed to the women, uh, Stoza will get through relatively easy till uh, the last 16. I agree. Whereas and Tomic... she has been there before. See, why do you interrupt finals? now? Because See, you were starting you mean... to dribble a bit yeah. and also... <laughs> Uh, Tomic is going to meet a now. Frenchman or a Spanish or a, oh, an Italian seriously. in the early days, and that's when the clay court boys will take right, it. Right, yeah, next in the Battle Just of Just on Sydney. that, what do you think of that blue clay? No, I to, my, Gave my eyes yeah, all my eyes go a bit yeah. new. Next up, in a Battle yeah. of Sydney's West, who will win more games in 2012? The GWS Giants or the Parramatta Eels? Toss-up. Well, I reckon the Eels will. Only because I expect... Jared Haynes will recapture his post-origin form that he found a couple of years ago. I think Fui Fui Moi Moi will understand and Willie Tonga will understand the urgency of the matter to get them back on track. And I, there's a couple of easier, softer targets in the rugby league I'm as opposed to GWS. GWS have three games that in the midst of the season that could turn this all around. They play Port Suns in the Melbourne in three consecutive weeks. They can't beat them. They will win... All three games. Oh, Russell. They'll see, win all three. If you... Hang see, on. You lack credibility. I, I'm and going apologize, for... Apologise to the viewing audience. GWS. You two have, of Australia's greatest gold medalists from Beijing. You and Hugh Delahunty should go to the game together tomorrow Cole night. Volta, Steve Hooker and diver Matthew Mitchum. Now, toss-up. Who is going to go better in the London Olympics? Mitchum or Hooker? 
Well, one very good reason Steve Hooker will, because Steve Hooker was quali he's qualified. Mitchum is yet to be uh, qualified. Yeah, but look, and he's the exposed team, form. just before no, you go... No, you don't. You ask me. Shut up. On his exposed form, Mitchum has failed miserably at the uh, in London and also had a meet in Fort Lauderdale, whereas, admittedly, Hooker jumped about 572, which is the qualifying, I think. In his own and little training camp in Perth. And then yeah, he was, that's all right. He didn't even get off the ground in Shanghai. Yeah, but Shanghai, the weather was... Hang on, the weather was deplorable. It was inclement. And everyone failed. You couldn't get over your stick. Oh, sorry, the big stick, the pole vault. Uh, Mitchum, by the way, will be selected most likely in the team. Most likely. Uh, just a little reserved. Just give me a tick, will you? Uh, uh, sorry, what was that? Sam Stosa, latest ranking, six in the world. Thank you Thank very much. You, yeah, five. Six. Thank Next, you. who is more valuable to their state of origin side? Toss up. Paul Gallen for New South Wales. Yeah. Or Billy Slater for Queensland. Now, this is a very good question. Paul, Paul Gallen by a... Which he stopped stealing my stuff. <laughs> Paul <laughs> Gallen because Billy Slater has help. No, he's got Greg oh, Inglis. He's got Cameron go. Smith. He's the got obvious. Jonathan Thurston. Jonathan Paul Gallen has got Superman underneath his jumper. Oh. And See? the only thing that can stop him is kryptonite, and he will get the a most meters. Why don't you just why don't you why don't you ring me Monday night and get me to write your scripts, and then we can go ahead. Because I've seen your act. Oh, <laughs> I could of write. Course you, I could write them myself. Of your act is pretty. Paul Gallant, because of lack of support by comparison to Billy Slater, who's got a wealth of uh, Mate, exposed talent. Come up it's with a... your own original. Well, stuff. I'm telling you, the Paul. Here's Gallen. another one. This is right up your alley, looking to the future. Who has a better chance of being successful in 2013? The Wiggles, without Jeff, who's apparently 58 and has a pacemaker, Greg and Murray, or the Melbourne Demons? Now, I want you to watch this clearly. The Wiggles by 100 yards. My <laughs> dogs could get more of the ball in the footy field than the Melbourne forward line. Who, Mitzi and Brandy? Yeah, Brandy and Mitzi. They could retrieve my more ball. That's Mitzi's help. They can't, get, they can't touch the ball, the Melbourne players. Because every time... They're uh, not committed. You see my dogs chase the ball. They've got a commitment. Their eyes are focused. They've got every a time. manic obsession. They get the pill and they return the ball. These Melbourne players, they don't even know where they are in relation to the pill. So the Wiggles, I know that... I agree with you, but every time Sam's vet needs to go on a holiday to France or Croatia... Oh, France or Croatia. Then the... the There's only two places the, you know. The dogs get a little vet's bill. How are they... Yeah, tra they're they're travelling OK? They're travelling well. But the Wiggles, let me tell you, <laughs> I know that, uh, that we're creatures of habit, the viewing audience, but let me tell you, we'll warm to the new Wiggles. And good luck the to the new The yellow and girl. the blue Wiggles, yeah. The girl Wiggle. Girl Wiggle. The Wigglette. Mashed potato, mashed potato. <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti. Cold, cold spaghetti. Cold, oh, cold spaghetti. That's toss up, but next up, something new and fresh. We are oh, going to try Kekka in a judge's gear. He's presiding. He'll hand down some verdicts for the Suns, the FFA. What's that? And the man, Anthony Sam Mundine. Sam five. Thank you, Sammy. I'm telling you, Season she's sick. Five. Welcome back to PTI. Can we all please rise for the Honourable Judge Sam Kekovich? Oh, we've got a busy session. There we go. This is what we call guilty or not guilty, where we put teams and people on trial, and the judge is here to find them guilty or not. So first up in the dock, the Gold Coast Suns, representing them is their coach, Guy McKenna. Now, they are charged with failing to improve after a decent season last year. Guilty or not guilty, Your Honour? They've been very disappointing, I must confess. Uh, despite the fact they've had injuries at critical stages to some of their key personnel, namely their champion Ablett, uh, Brock uh, Box had a, uh, a broken leg, uh, a number of other players at critical times, Riscatelli and co. There's been some a modicum of improvement in certain quarters. They haven't won a game. But they haven't won a game. And at the end of the day, as we both know, the ultimate barometer is the scoreboard. The scoreboard at the moment says 0-0. So on that basis, you've got to say they've underachieved.
But then again, in reality terms, you've got to inject the human component. And that is the fact that the competition is also, Russell, as a consequence, improved X amount. Right. So in reality terms, have they also improved? I think you look at some of their superstars come through. Enough. I think Presti Guilty in... or not guilty? I'm telling you now, they are guilty as charged. Mm, not good. Next to face the music is Ricky Ponting. Now, Ricky... You had a mediocre test series in the West Indies and you still won't retire. So you were charged with hanging around for too long and for the coin. Guilty or not guilty? Well, he's been very unfortunate, Ricky Ponting. In fact, I'd like this court to reconvene in a couple of hours and see you in my chambers. Talk you. There because is. where is he? Yes, Ricky. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can understand. I can understand your dilemma. Because at a critical stage, he's played about 15 tests. He's had a monumental workload. He's almost 50 years of age. He's had, to get, he's had to be as fit as he could possibly be. And then at a moment of need to his nation, when the appointed captain, or the anointed one, Clark, fell ill, they called upon Ricky in the one days once again to carry the burden for the country. I know you're a fan of Ricky's. Yeah. I know he's a North Melbourne boy. But at the end of the day, has he hung around too long and should he have I gone? I said to you, I've cut him a bit of slack because I still believe... If he had been recharged, his battery is not being called back to defend the nation at a moment guilty of need. Guilty or not guilty? He'd be all right. No, I am saying not guilty. Mm. The FFA and uh, sitting in for them is CEO Ben Buckley. They are next up on the dock. They are charged with speeding for pushing the new Western Sydney A-League team into the competition too soon. Guilty or not guilty? Well, Russell, as you very well know, the A-League has been, uh, it's been a point of conjecture Train for some wreck. time on the uh, sporting landscape of this nation. And by and large, the general consensus of opinion is that it's been extremely disappointing. They've been thrust into a predicament where they've had to expedite the uh, Western Sydney uh, project because of the enormous drama surrounding the competition on the northernmost uh, seaboard and also down south. So uh, they've just made a recent appointment uh, with uh, Popovich, uh, Anthony Milicic is there. They've got two coaches and no players. And no players. And six months to get a team ready. Exactly right. So uh, the, the, the pressure is mounting on them. The competition has waned in the last guilty 12 months. Guilty or not guilty? There's no doubt. There is an obvious one. I can't see any light at the end of the tunnel for them. They are guilty as charged. OK, the final man to take the dock is Anthony the Man Mundine and he is charged with two counts. The first is you're taking on another noopty in 41-year-old Bronco McCart and you're also charged with delusions of grandeur because you think you can fight Floyd Mayweather, Chock. Well, How do you find Mundine, Judge? Well, I've got to tell you, Russell, uh, you and I uh, are both uh, keen students of the... Uh, pugilistic the, ways? The pugilistic ways. And Thank you, you know, one of the, when we talk about pugilism... One name comes up in bright lights invariably, and Danny that is Green. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, sorry. Now, Floyd Mayweather, let me tell you, is one of the greatest fighters of our time, and he will go down the history books. And to even remotely suggest that a name like Mundine could be brought up in a similar uh, conversation to Mayweather is nothing short of delusionary. What about Bronco McCart? Well, Bronco, well, you and I could fight him in all due respects, and, you know, we're not prone to... Uh, we're more lovers and we're prone to solving uh, middle ground through dialogue and common sense. So we're not really au fait. <laughs> guilty with... or not guilty? I am telling you now, he's guilty as charged on both counts. <laughs>
Thanks, Judge. One on, last one. Uh, that wig does you no favours. Guilty I, or not guilty? I look like one of those Tory members in uh, I'll be getting cross-dressed shortly in Bristol. That's what they do in England. Up, that's we'll wrap it up. Birthdays, anniversaries, farewells and the Sporting Bet best bets of the week. And I reckon he'll probably keep the hair on. I'm telling you something else. See with this head. If I had a hammer, hammer in the morning, I'd hammer all over the... Happy birthday this week to Geelong's dynamic skipper, Joel Selwood. He turns 24, and I guess probably a win against the Western Bulldogs would probably be the best present for him and his struggling cats. Well, eh? they are outsiders to make the eight, as opposed to um, missing out on it. But they'll win that game, If surely. they've got to win this otherwise, then there will be wholesale changes. Happy anniversary to the ACT Brumbies. 11 years ago, they became the first non-Kiwi team to win the Super Rugby title, and only since then we've only had one team... Uh, in Australia that's win it, and that was the Queensland Reds, but they're a good chance to win it this year or not? No. OK. No, despite Jake White at the helm. And happy trails, Adam Gilchrist. He's played his last game of cricket after he suited up for the Kings 11 in Punjab in the IPL on the weekend. Is he the greatest wicketkeeper you reckon he's... He's the greatest bloke ever. I love Gilly. He's a ripper bloke, but he's, he's the greatest wicketkeeper oh, batsman. please, he's still playing and we still... I'd pay to go and watch him now. I yeah. wish that IPL was a bit more uh, available to all of us and we could watch it a bit more. Uh, now with the big finish and the NRL has banned Canterbury's James Graham from smearing Vasso all over his legs before he runs out to play. Now, you used to smear Vasso all over you when you were a young bloke, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, but not all over my legs. And not during football games. And, oh, come <laughs> on, eh? Boom, boom. Yeah. Got him. <laughs> Your go. The Formula Ones are back this week in Monaco. Now, Mark Webber apparently has been guilty of uh, putting Vaseline over yes. the steering wheel. No, that's not right. But is, uh, is there he any chance... He doesn't mind it, Monaco. Where... He's won there before. He Can he might... get back at the podium, you reckon? My man. Still on the rev eds and after the V8s at Phillip Island on the weekend, Will Davison has taken over the championship lead from Jamie Wincup plus Mark Winterbottom, Craig Lowndes, the Gisberger. They're all in a close title race. I'm looking forward to the finales later be in the year. outstanding climax. Will Davison was fantastic. The horse the Poms call the best in the world, Frankel, won his 10th straight race in the weekend. You'll be aware of that. Yep. Of course, we know Black Caviar is the best in the land, so any chance they'll meet and who oh, would like, win? I don't think it's going to happen, but Black Caviar over 1,400 would win every single yeah, day. The mile. Frankel over the mile, though. That might just All depends where that mile's run, by the way. Babe Ruth's New York baseball jersey from 1920 is sold at an auction for $4.5 million, which prompted a lot of ex-footballers to start digging around to see if they've got Ooh. a few stinky number four North Melbourne jumpers hanging around. Well, I had to look at it. I was rummaging and fosking down in my, some old gear, and I found Ruth, but I didn't, I didn't find the top. Now, for the quote, <laughs> of the week and it's from superstar US swimmer Michael Phelps he said and I quote I am so sick of water is that a problem for a swimmer uh, one would assume so now for the sporting bet best bets of the week and I like Queensland to beat New South Wales in origin one now listen to this I'm tipping Collingwood to beat Adelaide despite the absence of Swan and Reid he also tipped North Melbourne to beat Port Shut Adelaide up and move uh, on. sporting bet think that Melbourne the storm will beat Brisbane uh, Broncos on Friday night in the rugby league now if you're into comps footytips.com.au Get involved. Here's our tips for this week's Super Rugby. Bulls, Waratahs, Rebels, Stormers, Highlanders, the Force and the Reds. That'll do it. I'm Russell Barwick. And I'm Sam Kegovic. And more importantly, Hugh Delahunty, don't listen to him. We're not playing Queensland. We are playing... Get out. <laughs> you know, it makes sense. Please. I'm Sam Kegovic. You just ruined it.